It's Scott Rockfile back with another podcast review for you. Going to talk about 1979's Mad Max. Watching it for the first time in 4K. I didn't pick up much this year on Black Friday or any of the Prime Days, but I did get two things. Uh, all the Lord of the Rings movies, which I'm in the process of rewatching, and all of the Mad Max movies, both in 4K for the first time. I've owned them on Blu-ray for a while. I've even got a nice steelbook for Mad Max and a nice steelbook for Fury Road, but none of them in 4K. So got the box set in and thought, well, you know, um, it's a tie between my least favorites between Thunderdome and Mad Max, at least in my recollection. I haven't watched any of these movies in at least 10 to 20 years, except for Fury Road. So here we go. I dove into it. And first of all, it looks amazing. The 4K is great. Native 4K, Dolby Atmos. They use the original Australian soundtrack. Yay. Um, sounds great. Sounds fabulous. And if you don't know much about the movie, um, it was an idea from George Miller, who was an emergency room tech at the time. <laughs> he had never made a movie. Him and his partner, Byron Kennedy, had never made a movie before. They just had this really great idea. And they got a budget of about three hundred fifty to $400,000 Australian. They were looking for a U.S. actor, somebody with a name that would, you know, kind of help it, help it play in cineplexes around the world. And they couldn't afford one. And so they got this Australian actor named Mel Gibson. And the rest is history. The $400,000 movie went on to gross over $100 million. It set the Guinness Book of World Records for most profitable movie. Think about that. It made, what, 200 times its budget? That's insane. Anyway, not only that, it, it kind of jump-started this whole Australian film craze, all from a low-budget movie from 1979. I remember this playing at Midnight Movies in Atlanta growing up and going to see it and thinking I probably shouldn't have, that I was probably too young to see such an R-rated story. These days it's fairly tame by comparison, but back in in the 80s, in the early 80s when I finally saw it, um, you know, it was kind of hardcore. It holds up pretty well. It's actually a solid little movie. I, I don't know why I, I didn't remember it very well. I guess because Road Warrior was so good and came later, and then Fury Road just crushed them all. Um, but yeah, rewatching it now, it's a worthy flick. It, it, there's a reason why this movie went around the world. I mean, it's a little rough around the edges, um, but they really... He was trying to tell a silent movie with sound was the idea behind the movie. And I think he did that. It's a very visual film. It doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue in it. That was one to make up for the fact that everybody had thick Australian accents. And back in 1979-80, you know, there was a whole lot of Australian films around the world. So the accent was kind of rare to hear. Anyway, a lot of Americans have problems with heavily accented films. So they commissioned a American soundtrack to it and dubbed everything, including Mel Gibson. And it was awful, but that was the only way you got to watch the movie for years. Um, and then when they finally released it on a Blu-ray, I think they, they gave you both soundtracks and you could choose. And now with the new 4k, well, you just get the Australian, which is wise. But the movie is a, is a story about a, a police officer uh, at the end of, normalcy as things are kind of decaying and we there's been some kind of they don't go into much great detail in the first movie about what's happened right much much greater detail once road warrior gets around but basically you know it's just in the australian outback and it's a cop taking on biker gangs when you know civilization is starting to fall and then we fast forward um into the road warrior movie which is a whole nother ball game 
that review is coming soon because I watched that right after. I've watched the first three actually in a row really quickly so I could stay, you know, in the moment, if you were, stay in the mindset of them and was really disappointed with Thunderdome. I've never, that's been my least favorite movie for a long time. I remember being disappointed in the theater, but wait till we get to that review. We're going to have fun with that one. The Mad Max, to start it off and, and to be such a low-budget film from back in the day, Mel Gibson was pretty good in the role. Everybody else is really great. It's got some touching stuff in it. It's got some, you know, some over-the-top stuff. It's got some great car crashes. The thing about the first couple of Mad Max movies, everything had to be done practically. We hadn't gotten anywhere close to being able to do it with CG, and these are all stuntmen really crashing motorcycles and cars, really flying over cars. Some of the stunts they did in the later movies, you're surprised nobody got killed. People did get hurt, but anyway, Mad Max for an old movie. I'm not going to talk too much about the plot. You've probably seen it, and if you haven't, there's probably a, quite a few people out there who have never seen the original, who watched Road Warrior on up and just never went back to visit Mad Max. Is it necessary to see Road Warrior you know, if he had made this later in his career, definitely I would say this would be the introduction to a character that you need this backstory. But Road Warrior is a perfect film, and we'll get to that in the next podcast. But I thought Mad Max, watching it now, with, with all I know about what comes after and everything, it was solid. I really liked it a lot more um, than I ever have. I wasn't the biggest fan of it because I saw it about the time I did see Road Warrior. Those They were playing both of them in midnight movies and such in Atlanta when I was growing up. And from high school, we'd go see Heavy Metal or Ghostbusters or American Werewolf in London. And Mad Max and Road Warrior were also big midnight movies. Cineplexes would have like six different movies showing at midnight, including Rocky Horror. That was always the linchpin of them all. But Mad Max was there for a long time, and it was replaced by Road Warrior. And there's a reason. Road Warrior was amazing. But we'll get to that in the next one. So should you see it? Absolutely. And should you pick up this quadrilogy? Yeah. Uh, there's another one coming. Furiosa will be coming later on this year. So um, maybe there'll be a new set for that one. But really, if you're interested in the 4K, Mad Max looked and sounded better than I ever would have expected. I really didn't remember it looking this good. It's pretty. There's some shots by the ocean. It's not all desert like the later movies. Um there's some nice colors, some nice HDR. The Dolby Atmos really opens up the soundtrack. It's the first time I've heard the Australian soundtrack sound really strong and full in my surround sound. But again, it's been at least a decade or more since I've watched Mad Max. Um, two thumbs up. Yeah, it's a decent movie. Um, much better things are to come, but this is a great beginning to the character. It's a great 4K of a 1979 movie. They did a really good job with it. And I can't wait to pop Road Warrior in. Road Warrior was one of the first movies I ever bought on Blu-ray, and it was the first time I remember you could see the, the actual pebbles in the street and stuff, you know. So anyway, Mad Max, should you pick it up? Um, separately, I'd get the set. Um, if you could leave one out, I would say you probably don't need to see Thunderdome, but we'll get that in a separate review. But yeah, all in all, for the cheap price that I paid for all four movies, even if you take Thunderdome out, I still paid less than I would have paid if I had bought them individually. So Mad Max, the very first one from 1979, considering George Miller had never made a movie before and he's gone on to make some wonderful movies, it's a pretty great film. And there's a reason why uh, at a budget of 400000 Australian, it went on to make over $100 million worldwide and launch a franchise that's still going today. Mad Max, you should definitely check it out and we'll review the rest of the movies in the coming podcasts. Thanks so much for taking time out of your day to listen to a podcast. My links are below. I'm working on my website. And, well, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you.